for those about to have a great time. My name is Matt Brown. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh. Let's start the show. How you doing, Instagram? It's Big Time Tommy. Here's my thought of the day. Live the best life you can. Haters will hate always. That's what they do. They hate. But you know what? They hate themselves. Live your life and fuck all the haters. That's the old school way. Take it easy. Productive Conversations Podcast. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of this endeavor. What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody is happy today on Monday, February 22nd, 2021. We are so happy you are here to join us. Thank you. Just want to remind you guys to get exclusive content on the Productive Conversations podcast. Go to our website, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. Go there to check out all our podcasts, our videos, check out our merchandise store, as well as other content from short stories to blogs, videos, my portfolio, my resume for you hiring managers out there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But to get all exclusive content on the Productive Conversations podcast, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube, and please leave us a review. All criticism is open and appreciated. Also, follow us on social media. Check us out. Instagram, at Productive Conversations Podcast. Check us on Twitter, at Prod Convo Pod. Check us on TikTok, at Productive Conversations. You can also follow my personal Instagram, at MattBrown300. My personal Twitter, at MattBrown31. And don't forget to check out our merchandise store, everybody. Either check the link to our merchandise store in our episode descriptions or go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com slash merchandise and it'll take you to our merchandise stores thanks to our friends at Zazzle. Get amazing hats, amazing shirts, mugs, office supplies, incredible apparel. There is something there for everybody. And if you go to checkout and write promo code FEBRUARYSHOP, you'll get 15% off all your items incredible stuff thanks to our friends at zazzle for making it possible again check out our merchandise store either go to the link in the episode description or go to productiveconversationspodcast.com slash merchandise as i have to say this it's monday february 22nd one more week of this month and now we're in march you know historically the last few marches for me have been awful Really awful, man. Oh, man. Just March 2018. Going through struggles trying to find a job. March 2019. I had a girlfriend break up with me. Uh, March 2020. Interviewed for two big dream jobs. That resulted in not finding out what happened because the pandemic hit. But you know what? March 2021. I believe in you. We can make it happen. I hope that good times in March for 2021, for sure. I believe it can and believe it will. And not only for me, but all of you. Let's get it. As we're closing in on February, and a week from now is March. March 1st is a week from today. 
That means baseball's around the corner. Spring training baseball's here. My New York Yankees, a team I'll be talking about often, is going to start a championship season this year, 2021. The time is now. It's been 12 long years since the Yankees have won the World Series. Oh, man. But it seems that the team is back, complete, with big additions of Jamison Talion joining the rotation. We got Garrett Cole back. Corey Kluber is on the squad now. Clint Frazier is finally getting the starting position at left. We'll hopefully have a healthy Stanton and Judge. Hicks is here. Looks like we're going with Luke Voigt again. And DJ's back. Glaber, Geo at third, and Gary catching. Oh, man, guys, I just want to say Yankees baseball is coming back. We're going to have a lot of talk about it and be on the lookout for my MLB preview show at the end of next month, May, uh, March in particular. So uh, baseball is around the corner, and it's going to be a hell of a time. So be on the lookout for all my baseball coverage coming soon. Let's get into my guest today. She's a powerful woman. She's a trailblazer. She's an amazing person to talk to and coerce about various things. I am so lucky to have Dana Earl on the Productive Conversations podcast today. Friends from college, stayed in touch, and then she came in with a great appearance. And I have to just mention one thing. We talk about the Super Bowl in this podcast. Obviously, the Super Bowl has passed with the Bucks winning. So here were our initial thoughts about the Super Bowl before it happened so just a quick note on that but besides that me and dana had an amazing talk about a lot of various topics in entertainment and getting through covid college and a bunch of other fun stuff like that and she's one incredible she is one incredible person so we're in for a cheat so with that dana earl it's your turn let's get to it Hartford Hall of Famer. I generally mean that. My guest is awesome. My guest is sweet. And my guest has a lot of awesome things to say. A great friend from college. A lot of fun memories as we went through our college systems, or I should say college lives. And then now we're first looking right here to talk about the crazy stuff in between. But seriously, guys, we're all in for a great treat because Dana Earl is on the Productive Conversations podcast. Dana, what's up? Hey everyone, how's it going? Um, not much is up. Hanging in there. How are you Thank doing you. through this pandemic? Oh man, I'm not too much. What's new? I definitely saw your um, top movies of the decade uh, <laughs> post. Agreed with a couple. Disagreed with a couple. Um, Why don't we get into? I, well, we'll definitely get into that. I'm sorry, you better say something else. No, I was gonna say I could tell you put a lot of effort into that. <laughs> well, I mean, when you get your whole degree in that kind of stuff, it's a easy transition with that. But uh, yeah, or most importantly, I'm just a big, big movie and TV nerd, which I'm proud of. I feel like lately in the past few years, it's kind of been kind of cool to be a film nerd and stuff and um, just embracing it, you know. But um, besides that, and we'll definitely get into that stuff, but um, 
I've been fine with the pandemic, you know. Just, uh, you know, I lost my job at the beginning of it, but, you know, we turned lemons into lemonade as a result of this you. podcast <laughs> and uh, been, you know, catching up with everyone I can. And just as little Uzi once said, I wake up in the morning and I get him back to it. And uh, that's what it's been with me. What about you? How has uh, pandemic life been treating you? Um, so, so I work in healthcare. So that's like, some days are good. Some days are stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's pretty okay. Um, I got two dogs during the pandemic, not one, but two. Um, so I've been having fun, like training them. That's been challenging yet rewarding, mostly because weather dependent mm-hmm. <laughs> puppies don't love cold weather. And actually my other dog, we had to amputate one of his legs. He was hit by a car. He's good. He's though he's thriving. He is totally thriving. He's awesome. Um, honestly, I should take videos. He should be an inspiration to people everywhere because he does so well. And that's about it. Got a new car. Finally got booted off my parents' uh, like high school car that they got me. I'm officially <laughs> a big kid now. <laughs> I made it. Oh, man, you're really striving, living your best mm-hmm. life. But I mean, first, Dana, thank you. I know you working in healthcare, you know, has been quite the time, but, you know, always pre, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. And now we thank you for awesome people like you making us strive. And um, one thing, why don't we start with the pets, though? So you're telling me you got new dogs. What are, what are the names of your new puppies? Oh, I have a three-legged bandit and then... <laughs> I just got a Belgian Malinois, kind of like a German Shepherd. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is Zena, Warrior oh, Princess. I really like those exotic names. You know, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends had a dog with three legs herself, and uh, she was really, I mean, she was awesome. I love those dogs. And uh, she was very energetic, and you really couldn't tell. Um, I'm sure that's the same with the good old Bandit, right? Yeah, they totally rebound. Mm. Uh, what what's your favorite thing to do with your dogs? Um, I like to go hiking with them. They're um, for the most part pretty good, but the second a squirrel passes by, it's like <laughs> selective hearing is out the window. Oh, um, I'm trying going to try to get Zena to swim. I live on the Farmington River, which is yeah. super awesome for the dogs because there's actually a like I don't know. Do you have you're are you down in Norwalk? Yep. Right so do you guys have like the, do you have the rails to trails path? If it is there, I'm not sure where it is at the moment. Let me let me quick Google search doesn't. They like took this old railroad track that went from like Maine to Florida and really? called the Greenway. And it some towns call it like Rails to Trails. Obvious name speaks for itself. But um that's on the other side of the river, but on our side it's just a clear woods path, and so they love it. We mm. come across bears frequently, though, which oh. is concerning when they have cubs because my dogs don't get that. Serious? Wow. When you <laughs> see, so like you've actually witnessed a bear, like you're just strolling and then bam, you see, you know, brother bear and stuff like that. Aren't you supposed to like, I don't know, I'm no, I, I, I want to share, I'm not a hiking expert, even though I love animals, but um, are, if you see a bear, aren't you supposed, I've heard, are you supposed to freeze or, or you, um, literally my reaction is different every them? time. <laughs> my reaction <laughs> is different every time because reflexes are a thing. And so yeah. your instinct is to, holy shit, I need to turn around and bolt. 
But then your brain's like, wait, 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 no, I feel like I'm supposed to stay here and like slowly walk away. So it's like this mixture of like doing a 360 and then slowing down and then backpedaling and then <laughs> should I run? <laughs> and um, all, all while yelling after the dogs, please get over here. <laughs> oh my God. You Last summer, we were working on, we were like modding my boyfriend's car in the driveway. And um, we had the like music turned up because it was a nice summer day. Mm -hmm. And this guy stops at the end of our driveway, lays on the horn. And he's like, there's a bear behind you because we have the music on. We turn around. There's a bear in our trash can like 20 feet away. We were like, okay, this is good. (laughs) He must really liked your music while you were playing to find. (laughs) Yeah, or whatever was in our trash. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'd freak out if I saw a bear. I just hope it, or I want them like those viral videos where they're more cuddly to me and nice. I saw today, I or it was last night, you know, can't go to sleep. You're just wasting your time on YouTube. I saw this clip of this baby seal going to a cameraman and just chilling. Oh. I, just always, I would just always hope the bears are like that. I would also like to think that. I would definitely say that there is a strong demeanor change if they are with cubs versus when they're not. Like mm. when I see them with cubs, I'm like, okay, we gotta go. Cause they get super protective. I have had them pound their fists into the ground in front of me. Oh my God. And I, yeah, I was like, okay, we are turning around now. And then, but other times if you yell, Hey bear, Hey bear. And I have two dogs with me. If there's just one bear, they'll like take off. Okay. It's kind of, of, you got to read the situation type thing. What a metaphor for life. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) You're not kidding. My cat, the pets I got, I got a little cat named Larry. He's a little tuxedo cat. He's, he's the homie. I'm actually kind of amazed. He's not afraid of any humans. Like obviously pre pandemic world, anyone who come over, he just cuddle and chill. He hangs out with like the neighborhood cat across the street. And there's sometimes little cats away, um, looking for him outside, but he hates the cold. But, um, and then, uh, but then also he's, he's actually pretty vicious. Like I would not suggest any, anyone go on his turf. I've seen like birds who did not make it out there. I've seen rabbits. Uh, I've seen like decapitated squirrels and chipmunks. This is a, yeah, yeah. You have an outdoor cat. Uh, we have, okay. Yeah. We oh, have, he's both outdoor and indoor whenever he feels yeah. like it. We also have uh, three cats, indoor, outdoor cats that leave us presents frequently on the front step. Right. It's like Dana's Ark over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's oh. got a friend. <laughs> I mean, you know, in this awesome room you're in behind you, I see a little tank. Is there a, a guy in a little, a little animal in there? Uh, or what? Oh, oh, he's not little. That's a seven foot snake. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if he'll be out, but yep, that's a rainbow, Brazilian rainbow boa. And then there's a turtle tub over here. Oh my God, you really are Dana's Ark. That's a snake tank. And then there's like axolotls on the floor over here. Oh man, you give the, you give all these animals hope. What are the names of all these uh, little creatures? <laughs> you do not want to know my pet store balance each month. It is painful. <laughs> oh, you thought kids were expensive? They really uh, like you at Petco. <laughs> <laughs> um, snake is Nagini. I feel like that's pretty stereotypical. Um, mm-hmm. Axolotls are just kind of there. They don't really have names. We have two fish tanks downstairs too. I didn't really name them. Just kind of like <laughs> at them. Turtles are Timon and Pumbaa. Oh my. Now that's the names. And um, the cats are Rex Goliath, but we just call him Rex. 
Trunks from um, Dragon Ball Z. Yes. <laughs> Trunks. <laughs> and then the other one. And then I named uh, my other cat Nova. Good collection of names. All right. A lot of critters. A lot is, of critters. Is there any more critters that, like, that are the dream? Are you going to go Joe Exotic and find the 2K and get a tiger? Or you got to get a lion? Or Don't tempt don't me. Know. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Try to find some other. Is there anyone else who's trying to join the squad? <laughs> um, definitely thought about it. Kind of. <laughs> I kind of want alpacas. Oh, all right. I kind of would be into having a farm. Um, but no, I think I'm going to cut off, cut myself off for the uh, indoor animals. Mm-hmm. Five is enough in this tiny 400 square foot apartment if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, the alpacas are waiting. I always think right. of that scene for you see Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. Did he have an alpaca? <laughs> it's like, you, oh, Stacy, come here. Eat your food, fat ass, or whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Oh, really simpler times. Yeah. So why don't we transition with that speaking of movies? Data. I was a uh, I got a kick out of uh, your comments for my movie collect for my movie picks and mm-hmm. also my um act for my female actors picks and um male actors picks. So first the first things was all you know, put this all in the umbrella of movies, TV, actors, actresses, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. But sc- I put Scarlett Johansson as my second favorite actor. Trash. Absolutely. And that was a controversial pick. Not only I'm you so in the comment. But I'm so sorry. Why? What, what does ScarJo do? What's Yo, no, no, no. So don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, um, Scarlett Joe is drop dead gorgeous. I yep. would absolutely spend a day with her. No questions asked. Um, if she <laughs> wanted to spend her um, day with me in a bikini, I also wouldn't be mad. Um, Hell yeah. I think he's a lot just, of people would He's just that. flawless. Like, I just have an appreciation for the female body. Like, she's gorgeous. Oh, um, man. But so she talented, has, too. She has no... No, Matt, she has no facial expressions. I'm like, are you... What you just said was really sad, but you... I just feel like you couldn't really care less about the line you just delivered. I just feel like she doesn't really have really facial expressions. I can't really be sold on anything she says. Okay, I hear your critiques, but what about marriage story? You seen that? Her and Adam Driver going out of that crazy fight that's now been memed all over. No, I haven't seen that. She shows some emotions there. She actually legitimately got an Oscar nomination. We saw some tears and, you know, figure out this mom being conflicted about her divorce and stuff. I think that's pretty deep. You know, she's won. She she got nominated for an Oscar. That's news to me. Good for her. Guess what? Not only once last year, but twice. In oh, the no, same year. No, she doesn't deserve to. Slow she down. got stop. Jojo Rabbit. I <laughs> thought it was fun. You know, it's a little mom, you know, also Krieg's a cool German accent. And, you know, she's won a Tony on stage, too. I mean, it would be fair. I didn't see it. But you'd figure <laughs> that, you know, she doesn't have the screens behind, um, the help of the screens. She has to do this all night. So you figure some people recognize it, don't you think? Yeah. Um, you know who I could really give a shout out to? Um, did you see Peppermint? Because I was really not hmm. expecting to see Jennifer Garner in such a aggressive role, and I loved it. Peppermint. I actually, I've actually missed that one, but I love Jennifer Ooh. Garner. I love Jennifer Garner too, but I'm so used to her being in like cute little 13 going on 30 roles. <laughs> and then in Peppermint, she turned into a straight badass, and I totally could get behind it. 
All right. I see. Check I out see Peppermint. Some you will not be disappointed. I think it was a Swedish film. Um, All right. Yeah. It says it right here. Um, let's see. Nice vigilante. Um, did say some. Uh, it's from America, but um, it looks oh, like. The, okay. It looks like the director, though, is from France. So got some uh, nice influences there. But yeah, I'm about it. I'm definitely about it. What other. You know, some of the other actor, I think the funny one was that and, um, and, um, the other one people were, people were questioned by decision, you know, Elizabeth Moss, AKA Lizzie Moss from like Mad Men and, uh, us. So of that thing. um, No, she's in, um, What's that Hulu? Um, oh, A Maid's Tale? Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. I've heard yeah. people really get into it, really into it. Again, I had people question that. What, what was up with that? I think that was, it was, you said two or three was the ones that um, could be reevaluated, she, but I'm open to all opinions. So she's a great um, actress. It's just, I'm, I'm hesitant to say this because I don't want to hurt any feelings if she ever listens to this. Um, which she probably will. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm hesitant to say this, but she, as much as I love her artistic work, I think that she is great with facial expressions and things like that. <laughs> um, she, I kind of, oh God, I feel so bad. She's not the prettiest one in the bunch. And so I feel like when you do top 10, you kind of want to be all encompassing. And so I feel <laughs> like you could have picked maybe, maybe we could put Elizabeth Moss like 11. All right. I respect your opinions. I hear you out. You know, I, I just, uh, I just really like her flow. It, uh, I feel like I, I like, like she's definitely a character actor. She's not this star and she just really gets lost in these roles. So, um, you know, I, I do appreciate put it, it in a hand. So yeah. Is there like a beautiful actor, male or female or they that, um, that is like really pretty, but just isn't there like a Megan Fox? Have you seen Jennifer? I was just gonna say Megan that? Fox. Oh, <laughs> the cringe. Oh, she uh, she got work done, and she was way cuter before she had work done. Yeah, um, what do you, you think? Why are these people? Why 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 change things up? I mean, you're in the healthcare field. I'm sure you could see it's all about your natural <laughs> beauty, right? And then um, I'm you've seen a lot of older actors too, and um, I don't know. It's just it's just awkward, you know. Have you seen the the way we were Barbara Streisand Robert Redford? I have, yes. Okay, That's a classic. All right. Okay, so so oh. I I love that movie and I love Barbara Streisand and mm-hmm. one of the, something that I absolutely love about her because she does have an excellent singing voice as well is that so many people um felt that she should kind of have her nose minimized a bit, kind of shaved mm-hmm. down, and she was and this is like you know. 70s I yeah came back yeah she was 70s. like she was kind of adamantly opposed back then which i appreciated of her because she was worried that if she had nose her nose done it was going to change the way her voice sounded yeah and so i like instead of kind of going with the popular popularity of what everybody was doing in hollywood she's like no 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 i don't want work done because i don't want to change the way i sound or the way i look and i appreciated that about her of course, is she staying legendary? You know, if she's still she's still working. I mean, you know, an icon, I, living legend icon. It's from sixties, seventies, and uh, so on. And yeah, I think she's a uh, aged beautifully and gracefully. So, 
just love the talent. What um so what about the male actors though? What are some of your favorite male actors who who really inspires you? Who's like hell yeah? Who do you like in that category? Um, I love Tom Hanks. I I mean, who doesn't though? He can oh, play yeah, America's Dad. Um, <laughs> he can play any role. I mean, from playing like I just finished watching Greyhound. So from you said you have seen that. I gotta see that. Oh yeah. So something from like Greyhound, which still has kind of like a Captain Phillips vibe too, maybe just because mm-hmm. we're on a boat in general. Um, but something like that to Forrest Gump, a more serious role to like Sleepless in Seattle, where he's a romantic. It's just oh, like yeah. he can he can play every role, which I think is a true testament to his ability as an actor. Right. Um, and I would say the same about um, kind of Leonardo DiCaprio. Honestly, I think it's ridiculous that he didn't get anything for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. I think that was an incredible role for him. Um, what was travesty. that one you did get one for? The Revenant? I'm like, of all the movies, The Revenant? <laughs> yeah, they Come say on. that's that Oscar they give to like veteran actors who've made it far. Like, okay, here's so you can say you have it, even if it's not like the Oscar winning role, you know? Right. Um, of course, I got to give an RIP to Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. That was kind of heartbreaking. Tough. Yeah, that was heartbreaking this year. I really like him. Idris Alba. Yep. Is he going to be the new uh, James Bond? Or did we move in that direction? He has my vote for it. You know, the James Bond movie just got pushed back again. It was supposed to come in April. I think it's not coming until the fall. And just all that mess with going on, all that mess, figuring it out. I know this is definitely Daniel Craig's final Bond role, but yeah, why not? I know he just elbows up there, but you know. At least give the guy one or two movies. I know, if you know, I think it was George Lansby was only James Bond once. So why not have Idris Elba put that? I hear you. And he's just so suave. And, you know, he knows how to work his way around a gun. If you've seen his various mm-hmm. crime movie roles. And he's just funny and witty and has that charm. So, Who's your favorite Bond? Say Sean Connery, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It really... I'm good. All right. I'm going to take you there. I really think I know maybe definitely not recency bias, but like I just think of how, if you think of James Bond, his charm, the suave, (laughs) the one liners, the uh, genuine like action, I'd have to say that he earns the spot as the best Bond, but you know, Daniel Craig is a close second. I think he's even funnier than people give him credit for. And he yep. is more badass than than the Sean Connery one, but I think gun to my head, I would have to say Sean Connery. Sean Connery. But, but uh, Daniel Craig is one of my favorite actors in general. So yeah, I could probably do Pierce Brosnan wasn't terrible, but I could probably do without him. I would probably yeah. put, I'd probably put Roger Moore before Pierce Brosnan. Mm. Um, that well, we could agree that really George Lansbury is the worst one, though, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we could definitely agree on that. You know, speaking of other worse. Who are some? Is there some male actors you don't feel um, on the same level? Not feeling like a uh, Megan Fox? Is there like I don't know, a Rob Schneider would be for me? Ooh, who is? Okay. Uh, I just don't get. I'll just say with that. <laughs> I just don't get that. Was um, generous of you. I'm trying to think. Male actors, I don't get. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I kind of like. I'm not done with the ones I love. I think I could do Happy Gilmore cover to cover. I love Happy Gilmore. I love. Really? Uh, oh, we could talk about I, the things we love. 
Well, I like um, or I like early um, Adam Sandler. I'm yeah. talking like I have like a core four, and it's like Happy Gilmore, <laughs> Mr. Deeds, uh, Billy Madison, and Big Daddy. Big Daddy, yeah, mm. exactly. I have like the core four. Other than that, like Spanglish, all those other movies. Fifty First Dates is cute, but like I don't know, those like kind of slapstick comedy. I definitely preferred. Yeah, I feel that it kind of dripped a little for him after Click. And all those four, core four, are big fans of all of them. But obviously, um, Uncut Gems was one game changer, even though it's not the typical Adam Sandler roles. Yeah. You saw that? Yes. You know, yeah. we'll say spoiler alerts for this one. But, man, m- most depressing ending I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, definitely you have. <laughs> and, like, it's just, man... This guy, you see, you wait all day. He finally pulls this off, only to get shot in the face. And then you just see his dead body, his brother-in-law, ex-brother-in-law is killed. And then they just steal millions of dollars of diamond on the stores. Oh, it's tough a, to watch. What an end. What a sad, awful end. I, feel, I had to go to like, feel like you need to go to confession after. It's like, man, <laughs> what's going on here? I have to go confess my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I also really liked Funny People. It was a good have you seen, you seen that hot one? Hot Tub Time Machine, too. The kids like that one a lot. <laughs> hot Tub <laughs> Time Machine. I saw that in theaters. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, takes you back, right? Every um, time. Every time. I'm really trying to think about a male actor that I don't like, but it's funny because if I don't like them, then I just avoid them. So now, like... I'm fine, too. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> trust me, no, uh, no problems in this. Oh, no. Thing, you know what? I have to Google this. What is his... Uh, David Spade in certain roles. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was talking to someone like two weeks ago. They said they didn't like David Spade either. Eh. Oh, you know what? I can't believe I didn't say this um, because my boyfriend would kill me. He's obsessed with um, Jim Carrey. I'm totally oh. missing Jim Carrey. And I'm so oh. sorry because I think he did like a great job in um, uh, Spotless Mind. Yeah, Internal Sunshine Inter- of the Internal, Spotless yeah. Mind. Um, he like that did a great job in that role, but all of his like the mask movie, liar, mm-hmm. liar, he's like, and here I go. <laughs> I am two extremes. I want more than what Scarlett Joe is giving me in terms of facial expressions, but I want less than Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> hmm, I'm thinking of the actors who have that, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio lately has had some crazy roles where he's because. Whether it's like a Django Unchained, this flamboyant, charismatic, crazy villain, or then the Revenant, where he barely speaks and uh, always in pain, it seems. Yeah, that's just. I mean, any actor who does that—that that, it's always a fan in my book. I just love the perfect blend of drama and comedy. And that's my type of stuff. Definitely. Um, I kind of would just like to be a fly on the wall in Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' marriage house, kind of. Oh. Thing. Duh. I have a major girl crush on Blake Lively. Funny you say that. My buddy once, so they love, live in Westchester in Bedford, New York. And um, about like a half an hour from me. But I had, my buddy was just at a, uh, it was, I think it was at the, you know, those stopping centers. It's like a restaurant at one place and like a GameStop or yeah. <laughs> whatever. So he goes in one of those and he sees in in Bedford, he sees Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds just walk out there really nilly, and it was him. And then it was him and a Tinder date were, were hanging out, and um, they just said what's up. 
and then but they and um i guess there was a gym right there that they were just walked out and they they went for it's like can we get a picture and they said no and her she actually explained i don't want a picture because i don't want the internet to see me in this i guess she was post gym which is a fair answer that's fair um, for her. and stuff but um hey they, they said they were pleasant and uh uh that was the move huh yeah they probably just want to be like regular people <laughs> definitely have you ever had a celebrity encounter yes actually oddly enough my i was on the way from south carolina my cousin had just gotten married and i was catching a flight it was fate catching a flight up back up to logan mm-hmm. and my flight was totally canceled so i had to catch like different routes so i was like can you fly me to Newark and then Logan? Can you fly me to Providence and then Logan? Can you just fly me to Providence? Can you fly me to Connecticut? Like somewhere around there. Right. Um, and they wound up flying me to Newark and then Boston. But when I was in Newark, I was sitting at a little cafe type area and pre COVID and yep. um, none other than Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy walk in. What? They just finished doing, this is, probably seven years ago they just finished doing a special on back when the colbert report was a colbert report on comedy central they had just finished doing an interview with him for schitt's creek because it was just about to start so (laughs) um they sat down together and you could tell him from a mile away with those eyebrows you can't miss him (laughs) (laughs) and um they sat down and Everybody was like looking over there, but trying to maintain a normal conversation, like trying not to draw attention to themselves Mm. that they were looking at them. Um, But I am certainly not shy. So I stood up and I walked over there and I was like, "Um, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but are you Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy? (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, yeah, we are. I'm like, how's it going? What are you doing here? This is Newark. Like (laughs) a lot cooler places right now. (laughs) Right. And, um, they kind of explained that they just finished doing the show, but they're from um, Canada. Yeah. So they were flying back. So they were kind of flying from Newark up to Canada. They're on a different flight. Um, but I actually have, I didn't have anything else on me other than um, like post-its because I was in grad school like to, or in college taking notes. Mm-hmm. So I had nothing other than post-its and I still have them. And they say one of the, Catherine O'Hara's was like, uh, nice to meet you. Good luck in school. Um, you know, Catherine O'Hara and, Eugene Levy was like, have a safe flight. And then he signed his name. (laughs) That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. They could have, I wonder they'd be like, so we're doing the show. It's called Shit's Creek. It's going to be a big deal someday, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you know it won how many Emmys in A bajillion. Yeah. I love that show. Good stuff. You know, my mom, I have to get, she was on the way before it hit Netflix. It was on like the pop channel. It shows a lot of Canadian stuff because that's where it originated from, and she's got the bragging rights. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow, but Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy—that's that's definitely that's definitely the vibe. You know, my celebrity encounters—I've seen some for work, but you know, one that I haven't mentioned when I was in Los Angeles when I visited our friend Brad. Uh, this was pre-COVID last October, so. I seen, I saw a lot of them. It was crazy how much I saw. I saw like a couple of Viners and stuff. Um, do, who's that? What's that girl? Um, her name is Vicky something. I don't know. I just see her be rude to people. She has millions of followers. <laughs> we saw her, but um, on my flight back to to New York, um, 
actually had like a trifecta, these three celebs. Um, one was, I don't know if you know him. It, um, you probably do. You know Billy Kirk? I think it's Currup? Billy Currup? No. Uh, well, he's in a bunch of movies. He's like a char- another character actor. I saw him just hanging, drinking some whiskey. Nick Cannon got a, uh, he was just being escorted into the plane. And then my second, my third one, and like the amount of distance between me and my computer, well, only like two feet away from me. I saw her reading a script and like no one recognized her. And I wish I was as confident as you with Eugene Levy and <laughs> Catherine O'Hare because I totally could have done it. And um, it wound I was up like, be- you know, what's the worst thing they do is just like say no. All right, yeah. whatever. <laughs> the be, funniest- rude to- be rude to me. You still talk to me and you're famous. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest rude story someone once said, our friend Jordan Simpson said that he saw Lindsay Lohan at a bar and asked for... um. He, he he said he just was he was confident like you. He went to, to get a cigarette with his buddy and she was smoking cigarettes, too. And he was just like, hey, can I borrow your lighter? Because, you know, we can share lighters. And then she gives him the lighter and she says, I don't want anything to do with you. You keep the lighter. So that's just the worst <laughs> that could happen. And it isn't even that bad. It's a good story. I'm trying to imagine all of the responses that Jordan Simpson could have for that because Jordan <laughs> Simpson is an absolute riot. <laughs> he said he was even starstruck too, but he was, he said he had so much rape, but he was like, but it's Lizzie Lohan. And uh, he let that pass for sure. But anyways, the um, speaking of mean girls, the person who was next to me, we were both waiting in the terminal together was Amanda Seyfried. Let's go. I feel, I feel for her that that's her, recognizable role because she's a pretty good actress and she, oh, yeah. she's got some other good stuff, but I feel bad that she'll always be the girl from Mean Girl. Mean girl. <laughs> like, Rachel right. McAd- like Rachel McAdams is like the girl from The Notebook or mm-hmm. um, what is that one? Timekeeper's wife or um, yeah, the timekeeper. I think it is timekeeper's wife. Um, but yeah, Rachel McAdams has been in so many roles or um, Dear John with Channing Tatum. <laughs> Dear John. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I feel for Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty cool that you met her. Did you ask her um, for her autograph? Oh, I mean, I want to say, I, I I was too scared to say what's up. She was reading a script. I was like, is this her big role? And um, I remember, so I'm not going to call it coach. Oh, where'd you go? There, Dana. Please stand by. We'll be right back, guys. As you fix the technical difficulties, I just want to remind you all to get exclusive content on the Productive Conversations podcast. Go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com to check out all our podcasts, all our videos, all our blogs, and see this beautiful brand keep growing thanks to you, the greatest audience and listeners in the world. Check out our merchandise store thanks to our friends at Zazzle, either on the episode description page or go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com slash merchandise and check out all the amazing things we have with the Productive Conversations podcast logo on them. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, amazing office supplies. We have headphones. We sell headphones. We sell hats, tote bags, drinkware, mugs. We got it all. Thanks to our friends at Zazzle. And don't forget, when you go to checkout, type in promo code FEBRUARYSHOP 
and you will get 50% off all our merchandise. And don't forget to listen to amazing podcasts such as the Word for Word podcast. I'll be on it. I was on it this past Saturday. Amazing time with those guys. Uh, check them out on their amazing page. And we talked about a lot of great things. And I do it live from New York City. Well, I was in New York for something. So I uh, just did it from the streets there. And we had a lot of good things. My guys, Dolo and Bars, incredible dudes. And they're going to be on the show very soon. Don't forget to check out the Hoop Therapy Podcast with Danny Chaps and Kayshawn Holloway. Amazing guys talking about basketball. I recorded with them last week, and I should be on anytime soon, so that's going to be great. And I will let you know the next episode when I come on. And also check out the Tweet Cap with Ryan Page to get your news with the man with a great opinion on everything. Yes. Thank you, and also don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And yeah, our technical our technical difficulties are fixed. And back to Dana. Hey, we're back. Things are going well over here. <laughs> no worries, but um, okay. So guys, we're back. Just has the technical difficulties, but we are right here, ready to go. So anyways. How much snow did you guys get? Did you, like, are you guys getting snow right now? We got... Just a blanket, like one to three inches. Yeah. Um, not, not too sure. much. Should be gone. Should be clear by tomorrow, and all raring to go. What about you? Yeah, not sure why we just lost internet because it isn't too serious out there. But <laughs> here oh, we are. What was oh you you Everest people at Eversource? <laughs> but yeah, that was um from what we were saying before that yeah the man is ciphered. But um I remember this is most the end of this. We you know we were you know. All board in the plane. She uh, got the executive class, as they say, the first class. And I don't want to say coach, but, you know, I was in the, the humble section, I'd like to call it. I remember just, we, were, we all just walking in front of them, her just chilling in her perfect one first class seat and just remember goals. So, yeah, that's uh, the coolest encounter I've had in recent memory. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you have a dream celebrity that you want to run into? Dream celebrity. Um, I kind of like Mark Wahlberg. I feel like I keep pretty down to earth. I could talk to him about a lot. Marky Mark. Oh, yeah. How are you? How's your mother doing? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely grew up just south of Boston, too. So I love, like, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, you know. Oh, yeah, the Boston the, uh, the squad, of course. Yeah. I could definitely run into Tom Brady, for obvious reasons. Oh man, what? How are you feeling about Tom Brady right now, Dana? Are you happy? By the time we're recording this, he got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. As we see that flag behind you. Uh, um, <laughs> you, say, you noticed that? Yeah. So, I know you're a Patriot fan. So, but let me ask: Were you a Tom Brady huge supporter during the season? Are you happy to see he's uh, in another Super Bowl? Is it hard to see? Is it like seeing your ex with another person? Or how are we feeling right now about Tom Brady? So it's funny you say that because I, as a, I'm a kind of a football fan in general. So actually last year when it was Pat's Chiefs, mm -hmm. I kind of was actually rooting for the Chiefs. I really wanted Andy Reid to have a Super Bowl. I kind of really want Mike Tomlinson to have one. I really like the Steelers. Um, but I really just um, really love Andy Reid, and I wanted him to have a Super Bowl. I liked the way Mahomes had played all season last year, and so right. I'm kind of a football fan in general. So even okay. though I love, yeah, yeah. even though I love Tom Brady, part of me was like, I really want to see that aspect of it too. Um, 
And of course, um, my boyfriend is the Bucks fan. So this summer, Tom Brady was traded to the Bucks, and we were mm-hmm. like, okay, um, this fall might not be so good for us and our house, especially during <laughs> COVID times where we're already being quarantined. Right. So, um, but again, because I'm a football fan in general, I'm just so happy to see Tom Brady play for the Bucks, and he is doing so well. I asked a lot yeah. of people at the beginning of the season before seeing how they turned out now, would you rather have Tom Brady or would you rather have Bill Belichick? And just about everybody said they would rather have Bill Belichick because of all of his years of experience. Mm -hmm. But as it turns out, you'd almost rather have Tom Brady. You do want to have Tom Brady. (laughs) Look at this. He, he proved that he's the greatest of all time. If you, if someone doesn't think that they are just being straight up ignorant. And I mean, look at it. See, he, in one year, I mean, the Bucks boyfriend knows it they weren't in the playoffs until since 2007 coming into this year and then um bam bring tom brady in and essentially much of the much of the same team from last year stayed and now they're playing in a super bowl at their home stadium too so i mean what a feat isn't it crazy what an absolute boss move to call up your friend Rob Gronkowski and pull him out of retirement. <laughs> that too. Oh man, I won't lie. Like, I don't know. You saw that. Um, you saw that video with uh, um, when they they reenacted them uh, boarding the plane and stuff. And uh, I just think that's cool. But who's who's joined us on the show? Oh. <laughs> I was trying to keep her away from the squeaky toys, but that's my, she's supposed to be 15 weeks old, but she looks like she could be a six month old puppy. Oh yeah. She's, I, she's, she's growing. Highly, highly concerned about how big she's going to be when she's older. <laughs> I think she'll scare off the bears when you guys are hiking. Uh, that's the goal. <laughs> I always wanted a uh, little black wolf cub. So I was just got an all black shepherd. Hey, I love it. I love it. And um, it's special because it's yours. So, exactly. yeah. Tom you Brady. Any friends for Larry? Uh, the only friends, like, uh, there's a neighborhood cat that will come and look for him. Even though it's crazy, she actually will walk in the cold and stuff. This white little cat that are, it's our neighbors. But, um, yeah, you see him on the stoop just waiting and uh, she purrs like a kid, little kid asking if, the, um, if his friend could come out to play. It's adorable. So yeah. um, that's what's really cool. The witcher that they hang out just sitting like you'll see them like stupid together. It's nice. It's nice. Stoop kid. Stoop is unleave a stoop. Duh. Uh, I'm interested to see Tom Brady uh, play at home, which will definitely be advantage and oh, advantage. Yeah. But I kind of think that the Chiefs might be a bit better than them i'm interested to see the point differential yeah uh, when it first kind of starts i mean god those two insane offenses they just all they do is score and now you have this them coming together like we said you have a legendary quarterback with a legendary quarterback in the making legendary quarterback at brady legendary quarterback in the making in mahomes and yes i guess it's gonna be who wants it more who's gonna blink and um and make no mistake tom brady threw three interceptions in the second half i mean it was the tampa right. bay defense that kept them in the game so it's oh yeah definitely a really good game to watch i'm excited For i really sure. like seeing um just because you know the whole peyton manning eli mm-hmm. manning thing you know we grew up watching them play each other right but it was it 
it was heartwarming to see him play Breeze and Rogers, you know, at least one more time. I, yeah. I'm really happy I got to see him play Breeze one more time. I'm thinking he's probably going to retire. Yeah, it seems that. I mean, you you know, you have a, a physical therapy degree, and you know, when you break so many ribs, especially at that old age, at that older age in your forties, that that can't be easy to like throw a ball and just breathing. Am I right? Definitely. I think it's a miracle that Alex Smith is still going to play after having like 17 surgeries to his leg. I mean, that's just kind of a testament to not only his mental stability, but also, I guess, the doctors that work for the team, because that's kind of unbelievable. It's um, I definitely think that as a quarterback, just kind of sitting in the pocket like a duck can be intimidating if you've definitely had rib injuries before. Oh yeah, and it, it we saw in that game that they had to bring in Jameis Winston to throw the ball long. And I think that's just it. Just shows and nothing. I mean, Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer, one of the greats. But no um, question, no question. So he 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 did it until he couldn't anymore. We can only respect any athlete that does that. Absolutely, I support that. I mean, just see what Rogers does. Yeah, this was about to ask you. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers? You a fan? You think he's cool? You think he's gonna stay in Green Bay um, after this crazy season? I know he's still signed for two more years, and he's probably gonna be the MVP of this season. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers? He had some weird drama with his brother a couple of years ago, didn't he? Yeah, there was this. Um, his brother w- was on The Bachelor and won. His brother Jordan, and yeah, he said that they were strange from the. He was estranged from the family, which I hope that changed after that. Yeah. And um, I think it was over a girlfriend that, uh, like, I think it was Olivia Munn actually. Yeah, it was Olivia Munn. I mean, that's 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 tough <laughs> when you uh, have to pick between those two. But um, he's. Uh, I think he picked Olivia Munn, but if I'm not mistaken, I think he's with Danica Patrick now. Yeah, I think they were, but I, actually, I think they broke up this year. Ooh. Um, anyways, but him as a football player. Yeah. <laughs> hey, same thing. Still <laughs> yeah. both really interesting. Um, I really love him. And who used to uh, he used to play with Clay Matthews. I really like yep. Clay Matthews as a linebacker. I'm showing my age right now. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember Clay Matthews. The beautiful hair, that beautiful blonde hair. That mane, yeah. You could he was a Viking. Yep. Could not pay me to uh try to play football against him. He was an absolute war horse but oh yeah i like aaron Rodgers a lot i think he does the best he can to kind of stay out of the tabloids which i appreciate um just kind of shows up does his job i think he's a great leader for his team but i was never um i've never been truly awestruck of green bay the mm-hmm. way i have been um about the chiefs the way i have been about the bills this year i really was kind of rooting for the bills this year i like oh, josh yeah. Al- i like josh allen a lot um he's the man yeah can't break him down right i really liked andrew luck when he was playing um but i've never really just been like i like aaron Rodgers, but i've never been totally awestruck by green bay if that makes sense yeah i could hear you i mean when you lose five you they lost five nfc championships in the last 10 years it's it's hard to um hold it in now but you're good you're just not good enough They, they, it was quite thick. I do think they lost because of bad coaching. We know not going for it on fourth and goal down by eight. Um, the questionable, you know, some of the play calling to let the uh, at the end of the second half with Scotty Miller just pass it, Kevin King making him look ridiculous. So should have played zone. Yeah. I let him get behind. So yeah, that's just quite reflection. I don't know. You know the Pat McAfee show? No. 
Oh, it's just this awesome podcast. Highly recommend. Um, Pat McAfee actually used to be a punter in the NFL for the Colts, and he has really? his own show, and it's a he's a big deal, like Sirius XM deal and everything. He has Aaron Rodgers every Tuesday, and he came on today, and he was honest, and he reflected. He could have definitely backed out after heartbreaking loss, but he took it. He took the questions, talked about his future. Yeah. He I'm said – um, I am surprised they didn't go for it on – the lap, like, why did you kick it? <laughs> yeah, they just, he just, I mean, the reason he, he said. Have, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying just the coach LaFour said that he felt that they, he just trusted his defense. They had three timeouts left. They could have stopped him, but he went up against Tom Brady and well. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge compliment to, um, you know, put a, that weight on your defense. That's a huge compliment towards your defense, certainly. But um, kind of, I think any seasoned coach would be like, you don't have enough time to go down and get the ball back, dude. You got to yeah. get that going against Tom Brady. Yeah. You need a touchdown in the two point conversion. What are you doing? Oh man. <laughs> Tough pill to swallow. Luckily my giants just didn't make the playoffs. So I don't have to be frustrated for now at all. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the Patriots. I mean, I like uh, Cam Newton. I'm interested to see, you know, he seems to be a good leader for the team. I'm kind of interested to see where the team goes as a result. I actually don't even know how many years he signed with us for. I th- I think he only had a one-year contract. So, But would you bring him back? Are you going to draft someone new in Bill We Trust? What do you think the Pat should do? Do you know what's so funny? I'm so out of, as a Pat fan, I'm so out of the Patriots loop because, <laughs> like, we were so bad this year. Yeah. Um, I would keep Cam Newton, I think, but – Usually, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually when you see, aside from, like, maybe uh, Fitzpatrick, who's played for a couple teams, usually when you get a quarterback, you have, like, a franchise QB. Think about Carr for the Raiders. Think about Mm -hmm. Tom Brady. Well, Tom Brady's a bad example because he's left. (laughs) Um, But you have these kind of franchise QBs. But, like, is Cam Newton going to keep, like, hopping around? Or should we make a team for him and make this his home? You know, I think he's good enough to still be a starter in the league, but I just, I just didn't work in, in New England, and I feel that it's time to really rebuild. Maybe draft a new quarterback and start building around him and start from scratch. While um, assuming that Bill Belichick still wants to do it, I know he's pushing his seventies, but hey, <laughs> if anyone can do it, he can. So that's my opinion for it. Um, but uh, and then see if Cam, if if anyone else wants to take him, whether like the Panthers. I know the, the thing about the whole like half the teams don't know what their quarterbacks doing. There's going to be a lot of free agencies and and stuff like that. So I don't know. Maybe see if they want to give the chance with him, or maybe a Pittsburgh who still wants to win now, but Big Ben might not have it. Um, no, that's what I think. If they want to give him another shot, but only time is going to tell. You know. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, COVID's crazy with these new strains people are talking about. We don't have to talk about COVID on the show. We get enough of it in our day-to-day <laughs> lives. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, we all thought like, ooh, concerts in fall 2021, you know, August 2021. Like, ooh, wonder if that's still going to happen. Yeah, it's so... Talking about second strains, but also everyone's getting vaccinated. Like, I don't know what to believe. That's... <laughs> and my answer to that is... Let's just get through the winter and hopefully and trusting science will prevail that I know as early as today that, Oh, that 
you know, it's funny because a completely different story yesterday, but as of today, at least, that President Biden wants to get every American who's interested in a vaccine to get uh, vaccinated by the summer. That's the report as of today. Who knows if that's changing? Who knows if that's changing as we're speaking? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just really just trust the science. The cold is forcing me us all to stay inside mostly right. anyways. So just hoping by April, we have at least a plan, a guide. I know us at Kinetic, uh, well, I don't know. Did you get vaccinated yet in the healthcare field or? Yeah, I had my, I had my first one and I actually get my second one next week. All right. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Congratulations. Well, is that something you congratulate for? Definitely. Or? I feel like I. Yeah, yeah. You do graduate. Save, yeah. I feel like I'm saving, doing my part. Of course, uh, of course. So, I know. Just, you know, <laughs> it's just a new thing. Just making sure, um, say the right thing, you know. Well, everybody's posting pictures, so um, I have not yet. So sometimes it's like, you know, did you really do it if you didn't post a picture? You know? Oh, yes, yes. But um, seriously, though, <laughs> seriously, that's awesome. Though. Thank you for doing your part again, especially just your whole field and all your colleagues and <laughs> the the place you work at, you know, Obviously, as I said before, pre, during, and post-COVID, just thank you for what you do to help us get through this. And uh, that's awesome to hear. Now that you have the vaccine, though, you're just, um, I guess, you're just you're just a waiting game at this point as other people. Like, I, I'm not able to get vaccinated until at least as early as June, which is fine. I can wait it out and, um, you know, just doing my part anyway, socially distancing and, and wearing the – now I'm double masking which I think is awesome because it helps me. It, it's more sturdy. And like mm-hmm. when I wear my glass sunglasses and stuff, it's you no know, fogger coming out. But um, yeah, I just hope that that um, we have more answers in, in the uh, the spring, you know? Do you, you feel the same way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, full transparency, The I, I had a, not an f- awesome experience to the – shot itself my mm-hmm. arm is killing me i had a terrible headache almost like could not function at work headache really? um, yeah but that was kind of the worst of it i'm interested in what happens with the second one because they seem to say that symptoms are worse i had the moderna but we'll see it's um kind of i yeah like full transparency i was on the fence i was like i feel like there's as a scientifically trained skeptic i was like right. i don't know should I trust this? Like, I know you're all telling me to, but my microbiology background is like, uh, maybe we should pump the brakes and wait a little bit. But I wound up going through with it just because I felt like it was the right thing to do as a healthcare professional. Right. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I think it's nice that they're kind of rolling it out in the way that they're rolling it out. Mm-hmm. But oddly enough, I got it done at St. Francis and they were like, 300 other people getting there no lie no exaggeration um like 300 other people getting their shot there at the same time and i had to i'm looking around thinking like all these people are probably healthcare professionals and we're all bringing our separate healthcare facilities all into one place st francis to get our shot like i know we all have masks on but there are way too many people here but i appreciate them you know rolling the shots out and stuff for sure and we like we said we appreciate you and your bravery to get it and you know I'm sorry you did have to deal with, you know, some of the after effects, but, you know, in the end, you do your part in helping end this pandemic and it shows like, you know, as any time, you know, I got a flu shot earlier and you know, I mean, obviously that's different than the COVID shot, but you know, anytime you get a vaccine, it's weird for a few days of your body to get used to it. But in the end, 
um, and I know I'm sure you, you uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I know that you can uh, vouch for this because you're the expert in, in this field. But, you know, once you get vaccinated, your body is in a much better position to go about its like, um, you know, its everyday life. And I just think that's really fascinating and cool. And thank you for your, helping us lead the way to it. Thank you for thinking that I am an expert in the field of virology <laughs> because I definitely am not, but I appreciate the high praise. <laughs> hey, we just love our science <sighs> at the end of the day. Yeah. So tell me an actor you could, couldn't do without. You never told me. Like, Oh, wait, yeah, you did. You mm. said, um, uh, what was his name? He looks like David Spade. <laughs> uh, an actor I can't live without. Um like as in the sense that like someone I'd really respect, admire and want to hang out with for the day, probably Donald Glover. Ooh, excellent pick. I would just, I I mean, he is genuinely talented at all the things he does. Uh, Amazing singer, amazing singer, amazing rapper, great stand up, awesome actor with all emotions on this wall. On this wall, we have a uh, Atlanta poster or I should say Atlanta landmark on the landmark on the wall. And I mean, just everything he does is fat is an inspirational and originally a comedy writer too. And yeah, I just love the vibes. I think we can really connect. High praise for the big Lebowski too. Excellent movie. Duh. Classic. You know, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Um, but it's, I, I mean, I love the dude. You know what the best line in that movie is? There's a couple. <laughs> My favorite one is, I forgot, someone was insulting him. He's like, well, that's your opinion, man. Every time I'm like in a heated argument, like if I'm texting in a heated argument, yeah, I feel so type of way, always send. That's my go-to meme. <laughs> and the other one is, you know, Drake and Josh. You yeah. ever see that one? Whoa, just take it easy, man. Always in that, especially like in a group chat setting, it's funny. This is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules. <laughs> what was it? John Goodman brings that gun out in that. Yeah, John Goodman's pretty good too. Oh, he's the homie. A good movie I love him in is uh, Matinee. I've never seen that. Not a lot of people have. It was kind of like a, um, I feel like it was a low budget film, but it was about the Cuban Missile Crisis. Kind of in the background, okay. but it was about, but then, yeah, John Goodman had a, a role in that. What? I like Zach Galifianakis. Do you like baskets? <laughs> you I've that? seen one episode and I loved it. And you just reminded me I need to finish it. I remember mm-hmm. I saw it like, you know, there's a new binge and life got in the way. But I like that. The guy on, what's his name? Louis Williams? Is that his name? Louis Williams. His co-star in it. Not Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, getting it wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, Louis Anderson. You were right. Yeah, Place Louis Anderson for sure, yeah. for sure. So, Dana, um, you know, one of the cool things I noticed, um, when you were on your feed, you've been to a lot of cool sporting events in stadiums. Is that correct? Oh, yes, I have been. Uh, can you tell me about the, your favorite stadiums you've ever been to and where have you been like throughout the various sports? Um, okay. So 
I probably my favorite one. I was with Austin Saintville. We um, had just landed in Ireland. We landed in Dublin, and we we landed at like six in the morning. So you can't necessarily check into your hotel yet. We had a whole bunch of bags, and we didn't really know what to do. So we kind of asked the hotel if we could drop our bags off, and then just went exploring the city. And I we stumbled upon a rugby pitch at the break of dawn. So in Ireland, it's really foggy and it was just hovering above the field and it was gorgeous. I just walked out onto the field at, you know, 7.15 in the morning and no one was on it. And it was awesome playing, kind of being able to touch a turf for a sport that was kind of originated over there as opposed to over here. You know, like you felt like you you could feel the roots of rugby standing on a pitch in Dublin at you know 7 30 in the morning breathing the morning air and then um as I was leaving one of the players kind of like crossed me they must have like 8 a.m practice or something but he was as I was going and um we just kind of like waved (laughs) didn't really say and then just left so that was pretty cool I did a rotation uh clinical rotation in Louisiana so that afforded me the opportunity to go a couple hours east to Mercedes-Benz Stadium and a couple hours west to um, Astro Stadium. So even though I was there without, I was there when the um, football season wasn't in play, so not the end of the world. It's not like I saw a Saints game, but I did check out Mercedes-Benz Field while I was there. What was that like? It was pretty cool. It's got a lot of history because of Katrina. And then um, Astros field is interesting because I'd never been to a field that closes on the top. Um, I'd only ever been to like retractable roof. Yeah. I'd only ever really been to Met stadium and um, Fenway park. So seeing the field close, which I was super appreciative of because um, summer heat in Texas is unforgiving. So it was nice that it was like an air conditioned baseball game. It's pretty cool. How about you? My favorite stadium, I've been to Yankee Stadium. I mean, that's uh, recency bias, but um, to be, you know, from the few that I have been, I went to Nationals Park in D.C., which was a beautiful spot. I um, been to Tampa Bay, the Ray Stadium, that dome. I mean, I know people Tropicana Field. I know some people didn't like it, but I thought it was cool. I've been around other famous ones like Dodger Stadium. I seen. Uh, when when I was in LA, that big the new stadium, I think it's called SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, okay, where the Rams yeah. play. They're having the Super Bowl there soon. Um, so those are some of my picks. Um, good times, and I mean the other ones that Teresa say, I love Madison Square Garden and all that. But you know, I'm close to there, so it's yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But you know, Dana, we've actually been striving an hour for this. It's been a really great time, and I really, really appreciate. Um, you coming on and doing this and I'd love to do this again with you if you're interested as well. Yeah, let's do it. Definitely. But the way I end every podcast is something called the Prowse questionnaire. And I was wondering if um, you would like to answer some of these awesome questions. Sure. All right. Rapid fire. (laughs) Somewhat. I mean, take your time with it, but, uh, it's going to be it's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. And uh, so here we go. The Prowse questionnaire featuring Dana. This is going to be great. So my <laughs> first question for you. What is your favorite word? 
Wow. That's tough. No one's ever asked me that before. I know. That's what's awesome about these questions. <laughs> Favorite word? Why is this so hard? You really put me on the spot. <laughs> right. Right. But hey, I know that uh, you have a great answer in you. So there's a, <laughs> it's uh, actually your hip joint. It's kind of, it's the head of your femur, like the closest part of your femur to your trunk sits into your hip and it's called your acetabulum. And I think that's a really fun word. Acetabulum. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> some people call it the, some people call it the acetabulum, but I can't in good conscience pronounce it that way. You like that one better. All right. I like it too. I like one. it too. Um, what's your least favorite word? I get, do you get moist a lot? I feel like you probably get moist. Believe a lot. it or not. I, it's been said before, but not as often as you'd think. Um, I don't really like the word crusty. I hate that word too. I hate the word crusty, seeing crusty things. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the visual association with something crusty. Yeah. All right, all right. But hey, we don't like the crusty, crusty crab, the crusty burger, all <laughs> that. So this question is a life question. Because when I ask it, some people like to hop into sexual thoughts right away, but this is more of a life question. Okay. What turns you on? Like probably smell like good cologne. I'm like, Ooh, you smell good. You've got good. Oh, hygiene. Yeah. You're clean. You've got your act together. Like a good smell. Do you have a uh, favorite cologne that like guys wear or like your boyfriend wears or is no, it like polo? I'm not picky. just as long as it smells good? Yeah. You know, don't stink. Don't stink. Double <laughs> motto. Um, number two, number four, what turns you off? Uh, bad teeth. Yeah. Like, I know that's a bad, I know that's uh you know, some people are sensitive. Maybe they didn't have dental insurance growing up, whatever. Mm -hmm. I get, but like, if you're afforded the opportunity to get your teeth fixed, get them fixed. Shouts to our dentists. We appreciate and love them. I love my dentist. Oh yeah. Number five, what sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise do I love? <laughs> I have never thought of this before. That's so. <laughs> that's what's question. great about these questions. Um, my dog makes a very distinctive my mom is home bark when I get home, and it makes me feel really good like I'm appreciated. By my dog. Oh. He will not, he doesn't do it unless it's me. So I um, am appreciative to him for that. And it makes you feel cared for. It makes you feel appreciated and liked. Oh, God bless them. I love hearing that. That's an awesome answer. What sound or noise do you hate? Ooh. Have you ever like, um, I hate to say like rub two marbles together, but like, have you ever had like glass rub on glass? Do you know oh, that, like, yeah. that sound? Like that? Yeah. I, I cringe right now. I get the, the goosebumps. Like, I know. If you like, did two marbles on each other, I hate that sound. I hate that feeling. Between that and the people who used to scratch on chalkboards, so God forbid. What's your favorite curse word? Huh. I think probably it's just fuck. I drop that word a lot. I'm comfortable <laughs> with that word. No worries. No worries. What profession other than your own that you'd like to pr attempt? 
Um, if I was smart, I would have been an astrophysicist. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is the coolest person ever. Yeah. All right. Hey, it's never too late. That's true. What profession would you not like to do? Um, anything manual labor related. You can miss me with landscaping. <laughs> and then my final question, Dana, before we say goodbye. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> what do I want him to say or what would he say? <laughs> what would you like to hear him say? Um, I guess I kind of just want to be welcomed. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure you will, Dana. I, I really oh, thanks. <laughs> But you were awesome. I really enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed this and want to come back. Yeah, this was fun. And yeah, I mean, seriously, Dana, you're one great person. Thank you for you and all your healthcare workers for um, doing our, their part in helping us get through this pandemic. And yeah, I just hope for great things. I hope you and your boyfriend have a safe 2021 and uh, stay safe in this cold winter. Yeah, and um, yeah, let's definitely do this again real soon. And just, I appreciate you and thank you so much. No problem. Have a good night. Have a good night. See ya. Right, bye. Dana Earl, thank you so much for your great energy. Thank you so much for your great vibes. Thank you so much for being you and doing amazing on the Productive Conversations podcast. Just want to let you guys know that when we're back on Thursday, February 25th, we have the amazing, energetic, and somebody you just happy to be in the presence of, Chris Bailey's on the program for episode number 50 of the Productive Conversations podcast, so we hit a milestone there. And yeah, you do not want to miss a talk about video games, movies, sports, his early acting career his career in comedy and improv. Man, Chris is somebody that just puts a smile on your face and you're going to like him. You're really going to like him. So yeah, that's all I have to say for today. Don't forget, check us out on the ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com website for all exclusive Productive Conversations content from videos, podcasts, and blogs. Lots of great things over there. Check us out on social media at Productive Conversations Podcast on Instagram, at Productive Conversations on TikTok, at Prod Convo Pod on Twitter, and check me out on Instagram at Matt Brown 300 on Twitter at Matt Brown 31, and just put a smile on your face either way. So thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate you so much. I love you all so much, and we'll be back this Thursday with the amazing Chris Bailey. Again, can't thank my guests enough, the incredible Dana Earl. Keep on inspiring us. And yeah, speaking of inspiring us, my audience inspires me every single day. I appreciate and love you guys so much, and I can't wait to be back to talk to you on Thursday. With that, my name is Matt Brown. I'm the host of this podcast, and I am somebody who is appreciative of all of you. And for those who I was in New York City with this past weekend, don't forget to be hip slash cool. You know what that means. Thanks again. See you on Thursday. Peace.